Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. Prayer is conversation. Talk to God, ask him for what you need, and listen for his response. For David, he gets the answer in the pages of the Bible. After all, it is God's word to you and me. And sometimes, David senses a knowing in his spirit. In our daily lives, we need to talk to each other. If there is no communication, there is no meaningful relationship. It is the same in our relationship with God. Religion has hijacked prayer and turned it into a formula. People light candles, repeat set prayers, even read what someone else has said. That's not prayer. Prayer is simple, it's not just communion, but conversation with God. Before David ministers today's word, we want to thank you for continuing to support our humanitarian and spiritual relief efforts in Ukraine. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. I just feel that I should turn you to um, to look at Moses again. And of course, that means you turn to the book of Exodus. And uh, it's particularly chapter 3, because um, we know that Moses lived for 120 years. His life was lived in three phases. Um, he lived in a king's palace as the adopted daughter, uh, adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter. Um, so he then, of course, because of what he did, he killed an Egyptian who had attacked his fellow people. And then he spent the next 40 years in the wilderness looking after sheep. And that's where we open up, actually. He's 80 years old. <laughs> and in Exodus chapter 3, Moses kept the flock of his father-in-law, the sheep, you see. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, he led the sheep to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, Horeb. Now, we're all familiar with the way that God appeared to Moses in the burning bush. But what I'm looking at is the conversation that came from that meeting. And I'm quite intrigued to realize that there was actually a dialogue. And when one looks, it doesn't appear, it doesn't mention in Scripture that there was anyone like a prophet or any other person with Moses, that to all intents and purposes, it does appear to be a conversation between God and Moses. And it intrigues me. Because I do believe that in prayer today, I probably have a totally different aspect of prayer than the majority of people, because most people think of prayer as a load of requests and so on and uh, petitions. To me, prayer is usually a, a conversation. I talk to the Lord and interestingly enough, I expect answers and I get answers. And I think that's been quite significant. But here, I want you to look at where the conversation goes. 
and it simply says that um, uh, the angel of the Lord appeared to Moses and Moses turned aside. The Lord saw that he turned aside. This is chapter 3. And God called to Moses out of the burning bush. It's obvious that nobody can see God face to face. That's what the scripture says, that it admits it because of God's absolute holiness. The closest we really know um, again is Moses on Sinai when God wrote the Ten Commandments on tablets of stone and Moses saw the finger of God. But here, this is before that happened, let's see how this relationship develops. First of all, God is saying, uh, don't get too close. This is holy ground. Take off your shoes. And then he says, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look upon God. Fair enough. And then in verse 7, the Lord says, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry. Verse 8, I am come down to deliver. By the time you get to verse 11, Moses says, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring out the children of Israel? God says, certainly I will be with you and this will be a token. And so from there on, what we begin to see is the argument between Moses and God. Um, first of all, Moses is saying, I, I'm not the person to do what you say and bring uh, Israel out. And also, you find out that he argues and says, I'm not the public speaker. Uh, so all this argument is going, we know that eventually God um, tells him to use his, um, his brother Aaron. But part of it is caused because of, in chapter 3, verse 19, um, where he's saying, I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. This is God speaking. So first of all, he says to Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And then he says quite bluntly, God says quite bluntly, he won't listen to you. Now, what I'm seeing in this whole episode is that there are two separate groups of people who are not going to listen to Moses. The first one is Pharaoh. So what God says in chapter 3, verse 10, Having said, he won't let you go. Then he says, I will stretch out my hand and I will smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do. And, I, and afterwards, he will let you go. So right at the beginning of this whole lengthy argument, which goes on some considerable time, um, God is saying quite clearly, the king of Egypt will refuse you, but when I'm finished with him, he will do it. Our God is about to do great things. His power is on the increase. And he wants to demonstrate his power through you. In 1994, 
David Hathaway set out to win Siberia for Christ, by signs, wonders and miracles. Over 100,000 received Christ, and over 1,300 miracles of healing were recorded. Why Siberia, is the amazing story of what happened, and will challenge you to evangelize your city, your nation, and see God's power revealed through you. Why Siberia, is now available on Kindle from Amazon. Or visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop for the paperback edition of Why Siberia. Will you help us support Ukraine? Working with churches, pastors and chaplains living in Ukraine, our goal is to support internally displaced persons, the vulnerable, the sick and the wounded still living in the besieged cities of Ukraine. As you listen to this podcast today, our staff are helping people who live near the front line of this war. We are providing humanitarian aid, supplying first aid kits, providing spiritual aid through the distribution of Bibles and the support of chaplains and pastors. And we are also providing accommodation to displaced persons. People need relief, but they also need to have peace, safety and hope. That is why victory is our key and strategic goal. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.